Pints and Pies Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Pies Podcast. Tights and Pies. You do a part to the left. You do a part to the right. Let's do a podcast again. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and the hilarity that it deserves. I am AEW Dan Page, Danielle Radford, and with me, as always, is the English white mare. Oh, um, Lindsay Kelp. I think it says right mare, but also white mare. <laughs> Sorry, the English white mare. I just, I'm, I'm going We're leaving it point. in. We're leaving it in because um, it works perfectly. Y'all, y'all weren't here. My cats discovered my dresser and a dresser fell in my face. And so I might have a black eye the rest of the week and we'll all find that if out If not together. a minor concussion. Um, so... <laughs> It's important that you stay talking to oh, us. I Keep w- talking to us, Danielle. <laughs> Every 20 minutes, I'll be okay. I know what a concussion feels like, unfortunately. Anything that you've been super into this week, let's um, I assume you mean wrestling. So, I mean, like, as opposed to just in general. Literally anything. You know, uh, it's been a busy old week. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this. I know that I have. I'm going on tour. I'm going to England and Glasgow and Scotland on a book mm-hmm. tour. So I've been very, very, very busy. Uh, filling in paperwork and preparing for COVID tests and such, which are important, you guys. It's still a thing. People want to pretend it's not a thing, but it's still a thing. Let's all be super safe. But yes, I did catch a bunch of wrestling. I watched a bunch of Raw. I watched NXT Halloween Havoc, which I really enjoyed. I mean, it's a, it's a, a grading on a curve uh, from old NXT to new NXT. And if we're saying new NXT, because that's what we have now. Welcome to right? all that. Uh, I enjoyed yeah. oh. it. Uh, I watched some of AEW Dynamite. I did not catch Rampage. Because it's Friday night, guys. And it's that's hard. Like, it's hard to watch on Friday nights. And it's kind of always been bumping around, but it has been a busy week in wrestling. So it's only right that we start off the show discussing everything that we care about. Brock Lesnar, not on SmackDown. No, that's a thing. I was trying to work out if this was a way that they keep this story alive and bring it back maybe for the Rumble or something so that we get to see Mm -hmm. Roman Lesnar 2 on a pay-per-view that does exist in our universe. Well, according to uh, the rumors, um, Brock only has like one match left. Oh, cool. So yeah, I mean, this was it. It was like, are they... Oh, no, not Brock. Sorry, Goldberg. Goldberg only has one. I think I have a concussion. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, Stay with us for the next thrilling hour to find out if Danielle has a concussion. I will routinely be asking you questions throughout the podcast about who is president, what day of the week it is. Oh, I couldn't answer that on a normal I mean, thank God I'm asking you who is president now, you know? And it's not a while back, because... Anyway. Cinema? (laughs) I mean, basically. But yeah, I didn't know if Lesnar was being written out so that they can do Reigns Lesnar 2 on Mm -hmm. a pay-per-view that I might watch, or if they are just writing him out to make... And keeping him looking strong. Because either way, you know uh, the way it went down, Lesnar doesn't look weak in his loss, and they always have to keep Lesnar safe, because that's literally the law uh, over there. But it doesn't make Rollins, uh, Rollins, doesn't make Reigns look any weaker and it keeps 
Lesnar looking strong. Whichever way it is, I don't mind. I would love to see Lesnar Reigns too because I hear it was good. Uh, <laughs> and I think that would be fun. And I love the Heyman of it all. I love mm. the messiness. I know Hal loves the tribal chief and I know Hal does not want Roman to not be champion ever. But I think it does need something doing to it. It needs some kind of seasoning um, or... Maybe we need to chop it up and stir fry it because it's been in the fridge mm-hmm. for a little while. And Heyman, I'm sorry, is a messy bitch. Yes. He's a messy bitch He's a messy who lives bitch for drama. He lives for drama. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> he really should be on TikTok. Simpatico. Yeah, but he is the secret sauce that could mix this up for me and make it super fun and exciting again. And if that carries us through the rumble until we potentially get whatever we're going to get at mania then i'm into it super into it i want it to be like the bachelor where at the end we figure out yeah. which special baby yeah Heyman picks but instead of giving him the rose he gives them the belt right like doesn't that sound fun i think because to me that fun. sounds like a really good time yeah agreed agreed i don't think what else i saw that was of note i mean the seth rollins the four-way match that was pretty good a ladder match mm. who doesn't love a ladder match we got two this week also isn't he also doing like a hell in the cell or like something like that he soon? did a hell in a cell match with edge at the the pay-per-view that will not speak its name oh i don't watch yeah. that yeah. so that's wild like doing that and then doing the ladder match that's actually yeah. a lot of work yeah well there were a lot of people who got straight off that plane and went straight to smackdown and i felt bad for those people i felt bad but for you know those what people. They got on the plane. They got on the plane. <laughs> was you know able I, to get on the plane. At least they got on the plane and it took off in a timely fashion. The people nice. I do have a huge amount of respect for that did that in particular would be Mansoor and Ali. I am mm-hmm. really enjoying their matches. I think they're putting on really great stuff. And who doesn't enjoy Mustafa Ali on social media? Just being like, they make me do this, so let's talk about it. He does not care at all. Does like not I feel like fucking he- care. He's like Sami Zayn 3.0s. Like, yeah. he does not give a shit. Yeah, I really don't think he does. I think in his mind, it's like, they're either going to release me or they'll push me. And I don't know which and I don't care which. Um, mm-hmm. Which is rough because, I mean, when he talked about when, when Triple H had his heart incident, he was one of the first to shout out and say, hey, this guy looked out for me and told me to go be a dad. And I have a ton of respect for him. We're starting to really see that line. And I I mean, again, credit to AEW, I guess. But we are starting to see that line between people who love their job and love some Mm. of the people that work there and fucking hate the company. And when we say the company, we mean Vincent. Uh, And Mm -hmm. we're going to keep seeing this divide getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And also, like, I... Stuff as a wife guy. Yeah. Um, Such (laughs) a wife guy. Normally. We love a wife guy. Normally, wife guys. Oh, I like a wife guy. As long as they're not singing about it. I I love a wife guy. Mm. That's where I'm at to tell you about my musical choices. I'm going to take us off the rails for a second. Please do. I just learned about little Tim Timmy, Timmy, Timothy Chalamet's um, rap persona. I just learned about it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I feel like it's wrestling adjacent because I feel like Timothy Chalamet could turn up in WWE tomorrow and no one would bat an eyelid. Mm -hmm. I think he's that guy now. I feel like Timothy Chalamet could fully just show up on Raw and be like, I'm going to do a Bad Bunny-esque match. And even though I'm this little, I was going to say streak of piss, uh, just like a, <laughs> like what, 100, 120 
pounds soaking wet. If he's lucky. And yet I bet he would put on the greatest match you've ever seen because I just feel like he would do it on principle. I mean, he worked with Batista. Right, I'm not a Timothy Chalamet stan. I just really feel like he's that guy that could just do it out of spite. Am I an <laughs> asshole for calling him Timothy Chalamet? No, and my favorite thing about that is, I don't know if there still is, but all through the 80s and 90s, there was a British shampoo called Timothy. Uh, so I Love always it. call him Timothy. It was like a PG herbal essences. Because herbal essence, obviously, oh, being the shampoo. Well, herbal that essences was like R rated. The shampoo that fucks. Whereas Timothy <laughs> was like the shampoo that you would take home to your mother. So oh, I always call him Timothy Chalamet. I also saw someone say that the name Timothy Chalamet sounds like a rich mouse. And I haven't been able to stop laughing about it. Oh, he sounds like a mouse that was found by a rich family. And adopted. And now he's part of the family. And now he wears a waistcoat. And that's how you know he's rich. This has nothing to do with wrestling apart from that he's in a film with Batista. And that's enough. Yeah, I probably have a confession. This is exciting. (laughs) I loved this. NXT 2.0 makes me sad all of the time. But Toxic Attraction has all of the women's gold. And I really like that. This is it. Even if I think it, it plays into yours and mine's strengths. They really, not even our strengths, they found our weakness. They were like, you're not sure how you feel about these guys? We do know you like it when factions have all the gold. So how about and we, we do. give you that? Oh, and we like, love oh, it yeah. more than anything in the world. It's like, you sneaky bitches, you found my weakest link. You know where to get me. Um, I, I was not unhappy about it. I thought the ladder match was great. I was really worried, as was Indy, that she had killed Eo. Uh, I really genuinely thought Eo had died. Um... I thought Eo came off great, obviously. Zoe looked good, but she was sidelined for a lot of it. Uh, Indy was sidelined for a lot of it, but obviously that was because mm-hmm. she was going to pick up the win. Uh, mm-hmm. They gave Persia a huge push, who we haven't seen much of before, but now I've seen her whole bottom. Um, that's some interesting ring gear she's chosen. Well, at least... Oh, God. At least... All of the women aren't arguing about who has the best butt. No, precisely. We'll talk about that later. I hate it. I hate it. I I hate it. This is a uh, fashion corner moment, not a um, misogyny corner moment. This is genuinely a just like, babes, that can't be comfortable. Uh, Because she's got a perma wedgie. And I just genuinely think that gear looks uncomfortable. She's very tall and statuesque. And she has a long torso. Mm -hmm. And I have a long torso. And I can't wear bodies. Like, I can't wear... Mm. Do we call it a body here? You know, when it's like the uh, thing oh, with the uh, poppers. Uh, uh, like a jumper? Yeah. Look, I, I just wore, it's Halloween. Um, I just wore a Lola Bunny jumper uh, and it, I could not pee. No, and they cut you right up the chuff. So if you had long torsoed, she's she's going to struggle. And I genuinely think Persia. And I have a huge butt. So I have a long <laughs> torso and a and huge a butt. butt. It was very, it it's was a, so It's bad. a difficult fashion choice. Persia probably should talk to someone about getting some gear that she's more comfortable in, I would say. Mm. But they gave mm-hmm. her a star turn. I She rose to the challenge. They gave her a lot to do in the first half of that match. And I thought she acquitted herself pretty well. I did think she'd killed... Was it Gigi at one point she hit on a ladder and it looked mm. extremely mm-hmm. rough? And Gigi and JC Jane. I hate the name JC Jane. I hate it. I continue to hate it. Um, I hate the name. I, you know I what? Hate it. I like a I like alliteration. I like alliteration. I love alliteration. But I feel like she's a children's character from a book from 1974 who was friends with Nancy Drew mm. or something. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah. I hate the name. Give her a oh, sexy de- name. It, Gigi Dolan. It's f- 
It's growing on me full as a name. Full on Beezus and it's full on Beezus yeah. and Ramona. Because Gigi is like, a good name. It's a good wrestler name. Gigi's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, JC, JC sucks, <laughs> uh, and Jane sucks. Whenever they call her Jane, it's like they're like Jane's approaching the ladder, and I'm like, it's like they're just talking about my auntie Jane. What a terrible wrestler name, JC Jane. Um, but they it's are, a little Karen. It's a little Karen. It's a, it's a little like, oh, oh, now she's arguing about like what is on sale at Walmart. Like, well, you put this down and it was in the wrong right? spot. Exactly. Now. It's just like, it's like giving a dog a person name. You know, it's like going to the park and being like, Mark, come back. It it doesn't sound right. You can't just call oh. a wrestler Jane. Um. Anyway, that's, that's these are my qualms with the match. But I did enjoy it. Um. And I think... I think the belts will be really good for Toxic Attraction. I think the the tags especially, I think it will help establish them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gigi Dolan, I've I've obviously had issues with Toxic Attraction. I don't always love their aesthetic, but the more often that they cut their entrance, the more I like them. Uh, Because if I don't have to see them come into the ring with hats and props and doing stupid shit, if I just get to see them in the ring... You know how I feel about little hats... If I just see them in the ring, I like them so much. It's the getting to the ring that I fucking hate. They should be a threat. They should be like a devious, sneaky, evil, sly threat. Not Mm -hmm. doing whatever the fuck it is they're doing with hats and shit right now. Just have Mandy go in the ring and V-trigger everyone to death. Because she looks deadly doing that move. So just let her keep doing that move. Honestly, I want her and I want Kenny and I want no one else doing the V-trigger. Yep. Sounds ever. fair. Sounds fair. It's like how Kenta feels about the go-to-sleep, except it's not just him and Punk. It's just him and Punk can go fuck himself. Uh, well, but yeah. every, every, I mean, everyone took Kenta's moves. I don't know what to tell I you. Know, poor dude. Kenta. Poor Kenta. Great hair right now. Great hair right now. So good. Such so a good, good G1. But no, I, I really enjoyed the women's matches. I thought the match with Raquel was good. I think we know the women's division is in transition we know we lost a lot of Mm -hmm. our regular talented workers in the last few months Mm -hmm. Raquel's still not there as a top tier performer she is very charismatic she's got really good on the mic she lost some points with me through choice of of life partner but that's a person yeah I don't like her no none of us like her anymore but that's (laughs) that's the problem when she came in on the motorbike I was like of course but it is what it is I don't hate her as a character but I think people were wary of the idea of her and Mandy being able to put on a banger of a title match. And I think it was really smart to make it a street fight because it made it, it made it cheatable and it meant they could bash each mm-hmm. other good. And they are two women mm-hmm. who are very capable of bashing each other good. I saw people who were like, yeah, fuck this. But I'm like, you don't get to judge someone who they were five years ago. You don't get to judge her on her first episode of Tough Enough. Mandy Rose has been there a no, long time. absolutely not. She's put the work in. She's been through evolutions of her character. And again, do I have to keep reminding people how great that match was with Sonya uh, a couple of years back when they had their Loser Leaves match? And she can do it. And I think giving her this belt mm. might... I think she needs self-belief as much as anything else. And I think we're seeing that now. I think we're seeing mm-hmm. it come out in her. And I think she's got a really good chance of being a sneaky, cowardly heel champ. And I love it. She's a heel, so you can't clap for Tinkerbell? No. <laughs> but boo for Tinkerbell, because I think yeah. she's doing a really yeah. good job. Um, and I will say that's the great thing about NXT 2.0. It is more developmental which i do not mind 
I, I just hate everything else. Yeah, that's fair. I thought it was the best show they've put on since they came back. Uh, sad for MSK. I mean, like, I had feelings about almost every match. I had actual feelings, so <sighs> that was good. But yay for Imperium. It was a tough one, because I'm like, Imperium have been here so long doing such good work. They've been yeah. getting ripped to shit, too. I know we don't usually talk about the rumors on the show, but I am happy that they moved whatever faction of people were like, we're going to boo MSK forever, no matter what. And I'm going to leave it at that. I get it. They're so good. They're so good. Go oh, away, no, I, terrible people. I mean, I know why, but part of we it is one of them. One of them is a child, so I'm not going to. Boo, boo to those people because fucking MSK rock and they are so good. Do you know how many kids fucking love MSK? My friend's little boy who is obsessed with MSK because they are bouncy and fun and full of vitality and life. And I believe everything that they do. Fuck anyone who can't get behind that. Fuck them. I don't care if one of them is a child. (laughs) If you're a child in the business, if you're a child in the business and it's a child in the business, it doesn't fucking matter. So... Screw you. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 on the whole, it was a plus for NXT 2.0 this week for me. Made me want to watch, made me want to watch it next week, which is all they can do, right? Oh, thank God, because I've been waiting for a reason. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to talk about Ring of Honor. I guess we are. Um, it's sad. It made me sad. A little bit. Sad. Just to recap for people who might not know, they cut everyone who has a contract with Ring of Honor, but they are paying people out through the end of the year. And if your contract was still going after the end of the year, they're paying you through like spring or something. So they are taking care of people. And my understanding, I can't say this for certain, but uh, the rumors is that you can now work other promotions no matter what, like they're not going to stop you from working other promotions mm-hmm. and like getting your name up. Yeah. And they're saying that they're going to be back for Supercard of Honor WrestleMania. Yeah. Weekend, they still have more shows. Yeah. 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 It's their plan. The plan is to be back for that. But who knows if that will happen? Yeah. It just fucking sucks. Right. I mean, this is, we were so excited about AEW because it was like more wrestling. Um, and then a wrestling goes away because there's actually only so many people who can watch wrestling and those so many people only have so much time. Uh, and yeah. sadly, it seems like Ring of Honor were not drawing the ratings that they needed to draw to be financially viable, which is really sad. I have very complicated feelings about Ring of Honor because, like, they were very important for the way that wrestling is now. But I also feel like that was, like, last decade. And I do feel like they've been kind of floundering. And, like, I love them. I want everyone to make money. I don't. I didn't watch it. So I'm not going to be able to sit here and be like, oh, it sucks that they went mm-hmm. under because the reason they went under is because we, not enough of us watched it. Um, and no. I have been presented with so many wrestling choices and there's their product wasn't enough to make me tune in. Uh, I watched the women's tr- uh, pay-per-view a few weeks back and it was good, but it was mm-hmm. extremely low quality production values and all that jazz and i think in this day and age people are used to so much more so even when it was good it wasn't good enough i guess it sucks i hope that they are able to come out of this and become something better which happens sometimes yeah i hope the people who are super talented that work there will continue to work 
And they will. That's the good thing. I, I really believe they will. I, I think we are due a resurgence of like very real indies. Our indies have been depleted. Mm-hmm. They have been, mm-hmm. you know, they are the Absolutely. Atlantic cod. Absolutely. The indies are Atlantic cod right now. We have fished all the cod. Uh, it's all gone. We need to put the cod back. Uh, so maybe this is a great time Get for dolphin the safe. Right? Dolphin safe cod only. <laughs> These are the dolphin safe tuna being released back into the oceans to help populate the Indies. Maria Canellis was really great. Her statement was really great. And she put a little bit at the end to her husband and said, mm. you know, we figured it out before we'll figure it out again. And I was like, that's the right attitude to have, I think, here, which is easy for me to say, because I didn't just lose my job. But wrestling is very much a how much do you want yeah. this industry? I expect to see a glut of podcasts launch next week. Um, and the best ones will rise to the top. Well, and I will say, I've gotten, I can't remember who tweeted this, but someone was like, hey, um, maybe give them a couple of weeks before you bug them to do their podcast. Yeah. Because it's really hard to lose your job. Yeah. Unless like, they yeah, reach out to you, really maybe like, let them have a minute. <laughs> or if you're yeah. friends, like, shoot your shot. But woof. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, do you have Advil or anything we, you can take? I don't think it's Advil. I think it's just like letting it. Well, happen. I know, but if it has inflammation, you should take Advil. I bumped my head one time, and the doctor was like, "Take Advil." Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I probably need to put like peas or some shit on it. You definitely do. Do you have peas? Let me see. We can we can keep this in. I found a corn dog that was frozen. Oh, so I'm just gonna. Frozen Amazing. corn dog on my <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says cold compress like a frozen corn dog. Love I it. mean, it's something. Okay, so there were actually, um, I'm sorry, now is the time for the best segment in podcast history. Are you ready? No. Lindsay, my love, my love, my love. What happened in the AEW? women's division this week you know what like i'm actually happy to talk about it to the point where i was almost gonna put it over oh shit so miracles can happen but we have started the tbs championship i fucking hate the name of the title but i get it um it looks so weird i'm sorry it looks so weird it still looks like the word hoss it's the big strap tournament it has started and the women are actually getting time for the matches which is fun Mm -hmm. and i will say the hikaru shida serena deeb match on this week's dynamite was so good it's not it's not a setup for a joke. It's like, how good was it? It was so good, I almost put it over. I was engaged from, from beginning to end. I genuinely feel like those two women want to kill each other. Mm-hmm. They have had great matches. They have incredible chemistry. They meet each other where they are and then lift each other up. I think that's something that's so often lacking in AEW women's matches. Mm-hmm. I, I watched Brit versus Anna Jay last week and... Um, got a good long amount of time but it was pretty painful to watch because Anna Jay mm-hmm. is so much better than she was obviously she's had two years to get good but she's still so slow and every kick lands like a kitten is pretending to slap you for a treat my cats actually hit harder the good thing about mm-hmm. that match is it gave Brit such a chance to shine because she had so much time <laughs> to think about what she was doing uh and she's winking direct into camera and she is like mugging for camera she's just killing it 
Um, mm-hmm. But those are the matches where I think, this has still got such a ways to go. But Sheeta Deeb fucking killed it. Deeb is stupid good. Yeah, so good. There's literally no reason why she shouldn't be like on TV every week. Yeah, and they brought her on a bunch when she first signed up and they had her in the NWA thing with Thunder Rosa and they had really great matches. Uh, she is just really, really doing such fucking good work. And I think even better when she popped back to WWE for that like hot minute and she was training and stuff. Like, I really feel like she's doing the best work I've ever seen her do. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was funny when I was watching the match, I was watching it with Jeff and I was like, oh, Aww. they have all of the members of the Straight Edge Society at AEW now. <laughs> but like, let's not do that to her because she deserves a thousand times more than that. And it did make me kind of excited for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. But at the same time, that that should have been the final. <laughs> they should have been the final. Because <laughs> they're both really good. And that's one of those things where it's like, it gives me hope that the title will be really good. Yeah. I, sh- I don't know. I shouldn't have hope. It's important um, to have hope. For, because- I mean, I literally right now for anyone, because literally <laughs> every women's division is letting me down. So I don't want to single out AEW's women division right now because all of them are kind of like, the fuck are you doing? I feel like every one of them gives me hope um, for, for AEW's women's division right now. I mean, at least this match did because, you know, then I was watching the Anna J. Britt Baker and they were like and next time we have Ty Conti who is number one contender for Britt's mm-hmm. belt and I nearly fell off my chair I'm like wait what and I know because they have facts and stats and made up match statistics to back up their number one contendership which makes even less sense than just having a number one contenders match because the matches are predetermined so winning it doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything so your statistics don't mean a thing um, that's my <laughs> and also song. they don't always follow their st- and they don't follow their statistics so it's really just it, it, you know whatever it is what it is but it did not make me thrilled at the idea Anna J versus Brit did not make me prepare my seat and prepare my snacks in advance for Brit versus Ty Conti. Even though, again, Ty is better than she was. Is she anywhere near Sheeta Serena Deeb? Is she anywhere near Thunder Rosa? No. Uh, even Jamie Hater, like, give me more fucking Jamie Hater. Like, I want to see more of this on television. Please don't anyone write mm-hmm. in and say she's been on the internet because you know how we feel about that. But, yeah, it I deserves mean, to be on TV and if it's not on TV, it doesn't yes, count. Yes, Tony and your dollies. I really loved that AEW Halloween match. <laughs> I did. It was of so course. silly and it was so good. And I like, sorry, this is crinkling inside the microphone. I'm literally putting a corn dog up to my face because I literally am going to get a black eye. That Halloween match was so fun. So fun. This is the stuff that reminds me of why I liked the Elite. Um, these were the kind of matches that I thought that we were going to be getting yep. more of. Um, and it made me really happy. Yep. This is, it was like the, uh, the giant tag match they did a, a couple of weeks back where they came out as, uh, the elite squad. Yep. It's, it's what Absolutely. they do really well. It's what they do really well. Uh, that's why the elite or the super elite or whatever we're calling them now is such a powerful, uh, force in, in any promotion wherever they are because they can do giant matches with a bunch of them really really well and it's hard to do a good match with like 10 men in the ring eight men in the ring it's really hard to make that look good and look fun 
Uh, well, you know what I you know how I feel. Two dudes. Two dudes, but they do it and they do it by making it fun. But at any time you can pull out any single one of them and have a match of the year if they want to. Like they have those skills and that's why they're so good and that's what keeps drawing me back and not to bang on my run around Phil drum, but I was watching the opening match of Dynamite with Philip and Bobby. Uh, Philip and Robert, if you Get will. Get away with the run around Phil. Yeah, Sorry. That's what he does. To, he comes to. in, he runs around, everyone cheers, and then he's an old man in the ring for 20 fucking minutes. And I am sorry. That match, A, I, it didn't need to happen. It was like, but Phil defended that random guy in the ring at the end when Bobby was beating him up. I'm like, why though? And it's like, because he hates bullies. I'm like, sure, okay. That's what I know about punk. But that match to me... The, the, he's the so group, grateful though, Lindsay. He's so grateful. He's he so, loves us and he hates so bullies and he's so grateful. What you said about the 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 tag match, the uh, fancy dress mm-hmm. costume tag match with the Ghostbusters, Safe Off Marshmallow Man, it was fantastic. That's what they do really, really well. To me, that opening match with Bobby Fish, CM Punk is what they do wrong. And that's what I don't want to see. Two older dudes really fucking struggling. I'm sorry. They both look puffed. They both look gassed. But Mm. that match was for the people. Stay puffed? Sorry, that was the (laughs) later match. They don't get puffed. They stay puffed. Uh, (laughs) That match was for the people who are watching AEW for that for mm-hmm. people who left the other place and now go ha ha now we're here no one was watching it because they're the world's biggest bobby fish fan i like bobby fish he's fantastic he had his place uh he's not there because he's the world's best wrestler that's not why they signed him i was gonna make the joke of i'm the biggest bobby fish fan but i can't yeah you can't <laughs> and i again with love i used to see him on the indies and i really enjoyed him but that's not why he's mm-hmm. there uh, that's not why they were having this match. That's not even why Punk mm-hmm. is there. Uh, that, to me, was everything that's wrong about it. And then at the end, it's like everything that's right about it. And somewhere in the middle is Cody beating Malachi Black and just... Yo, woof. but can we talk about Andrade's promo? Yes, we can. Yes, we can, because it was great. Cody, you made a stupid choices. First, that... A stupid tattoo. <laughs> Second, you get it in my business. It was so good. I'm sorry. Anyone who wants to talk shit about Cody's neck tattoo. Um, I mean, yes. he should come sit with us. Come sit with us, Andrade. You don't even have to wear come, pink. Like, it's fine. Come on. <laughs> you can sit with us. On Wednesdays, we wear talk shit about Cody's tattoo. <laughs> I think it's fair. There's a lot to love about AEW right now, and there's still a lot that is uh, just playing to that very straight, white, middle-aged male audience. Yeah. And you got two choices as to whether you want to be that or not. Of course, there is more quality wrestling around the world that we could ever get into a single podcast, thankfully. You've got a whole bunch of people with wrestling recommendations on our Facebook group. Plus, you can hear more of what we have to say on Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. Julian really holding down that Twitter account, making it happen. Uh, 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 and getting in fights and stuff. It's like, hey. Um, <laughs> so links to all of that are in our show notes. When we come back, we're going to say, Hail, Hail King Woods. That is up next on Tights and Fights. 
Well, hello. I'm Renee Colvert. Hi, I'm Alexis Preston, and we are the hosts of Can I Fight Your Dog? And we got breaking news. We got an expose. And all the beans have been spilled via an Apple podcast review that said this show isn't well researched. <gasps> well, yeah, no duh. Of course it's not. Not since the day we started has it been well-researched. Guessing and anthropomorphizing dogs is what we do. The Can I Pet Your Dog promise is that we will never do more than 10 seconds of research before telling you excitedly about any dog we see. I'm going to come at you with top 10 enthusiasm, minimal facts. We're here for a good time, not an educated time. So if you love dogs and you don't love research, well, (laughs) you know what? Come on in to Can I Pet Your Dog podcast every Tuesday on Maximum Fun Network. Welcome back to Tights and Bites. I'm Lindsay Kelk. Danielle Radford has a corn dog over her eye because she hit herself <laughs> in the face with a dresser. So I'm taking over. I'm taking over, you guys. <laughs> so settle in because this week we're going to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock. Oh. Whoa! Oh. Holy shit! WWE Dynamite. I hate dogs. And a hard fart victory. Hi, pal. Probably a lot of concussions in that clip. <laughs> it's always the ducks for me. It really also, is. Also, Lindsay, you're, you're so good at the intro. Aw, thanks. That one time. You're so good. You're so good. <laughs> one time. Well, if you like that, get ready for more. Xavier Woods has said that he had two major goals in WWE. He wanted to help Kofi Kingston win the WWE Championship and to win the King of the Ring tournament. And as of last week, he is officially two for two. And to the WWE Universe! Y'all showed me so much love and affection in these arenas, on social media. Y'all helped me turn my dream into a reality! Danielle, how excited are you to see him get the big crown and the throne and the scepter? I mean, it just went on. It was beautiful. Well, so here's the thing. is like everyone else in New Day has gotten to get their flowers and they've all gotten them collectively as a trio. And so Woods has been the only one so far who really hasn't like been able to, now I'm gesturing with the corn dog. Um, Woods has been the only one who really has not gotten his flowers. So watching him getting his honorarium has been really amazing. Yeah. Because he's earned it. Like they have been... Again, we remember when they were treated like garbage and it was going to be like a church choir and like a a lot of other stuff. Um, And the fact they have been able to be a top contender team for what, like seven years? So long now. So long. That's wild. And Kofi's gotten his shot. Biggie is obviously getting his shot right now, and I literally hope that he keeps it forever, but they won't. And this was, and like Woods wasn't even asking for a lot. Woods wasn't like, I want to be Intercontinental Champion. I want to be, you know, Universal Champion. He was literally like, I just want to be King of the Ring, dudes. Like, I already have all of my other stuff. Like, I already have. Um, up, up, down, down. I already have all of these things that I'm doing. I just want this one thing. And we were all like 
because sometimes they fuck it up. So we were all like, please, please, please just give him this one thing. It's all he's asking for. He's campaigning for this, what, like a year? Oh, yeah, if not longer. I mean, I feel like he is the greatest example of speaking something into existence. Like, he got his King of the Ring. He got his G4 presenter job. Mm -hmm. Like, let Xavier Woods be your guide to asking for what you want and then working really hard until you get it. I love Light it. some candles and manifest. <laughs> Light some candles and manifest. So did you get to watch any of his career pre-New Day? He was part of the original NXT. Mm-hmm. Our truth was his pro, which you think of that now is just a beautiful, beautiful combination. Uh, mm-hmm. He had the Funkadactyls with him for a while. Do you remember that time when he Wild. was part of, the, yeah. part of the Funkadactyl crew? When he didn't even have his own music, but he would come out and dance? He did his thing, though. No, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for I gave you permission to borrow my music and dance with the Funkadactyls. Not steal them. Whoa, whoa. Just having a good time, man. He's just having fun, though. We don't need rookies like you around here feeding off main event players like myself. I I thought we were cool. I thought thought you talked to him. I did talk to him. He just... Yes. Bro, he's just having fun, dog. (sighs) I remember it. Black people love to dance. They love to dance. They love to not have their own things. They love to just have Mm -hmm. the music of Brodus Clay Uh, come out dancing Mm -hmm. with the Funkadactyls. Fox contributor. Oh, God. Every time I see it when I'm skipping through channels, I'm like, wait, what? I remember it so so very clearly because I remember thinking like, oh, this guy's pretty good. And once again, as an example of why my brother should be on this show and not me, he was like, oh, Consequences Creed? Yeah, he's pretty great. I'm like, oh, you know things that I don't know. Um, Because he obviously had a career before this. uh, But Mm -hmm. it was, I think he was one of those guys who was, yeah, really... It was really touch and go. It could have gone either way. He could have vanished at any minute if it hadn't been for the way that they took over New Day themselves. Absolutely. Because I remember him from when I was trying to watch Impact. He has worked his ass off. Yeah. Um, And he's earned all of this stuff. And this is it. I think when he came to WWE, he's been known for so many things, but he was never known for his wrestling. He was known for Mm -mm. being the dancing guy, and then he was known for being the mic guy, for being the hype guy for New Day, and then he's known for Francesca and for playing a trombone, and then he's known for video games. Which is all good. Which is great. great at all of those things. But but... underneath all of that, he is actually a really fucking good wrestler. And I Mm -hmm. think there are two ways that can go in WWE, particularly you either you're either a wrestler or you're all the other things like you think of Miz like Miz is all the other things he's maybe not even as many other things as Woods oh we'll talk is. about Miz later we love that man uh but yeah like I mean <laughs> Woods is so good at so many other things he has a PhD for fuck's sake like he's smart he is multi-talented he can do a million different things and he's an amazing wrestler but sometimes as bizarre as it sounds the wrestling is the thing that gets lost in the shuffle and I'm so happy Dare to I see Dare I say he's now. the Megan the re- the Megan the Stallion of wrestling? You may, you may. He is the Megan the Stallion of wrestling. You hit, you heard it here first. His collaboration <laughs> like- with Revlon is on its way. It has to happen. <laughs> Where it's like they're known for a lot of stuff, but like deep down, they're really good at the thing that they do. Yeah. Like yeah. Megan is known for being fucking megan and very attractive and doing all of those things but megan is actually a very good rapper and that is the way that it is with woods where it's like yeah he's great on the mic and that was a very big surprise to people um and obviously he's great at gaming but yeah 
He's like good at wrestling. He's actually an incredible wrestler and super athletic. Mm-hmm. Like just, he really has that amazing physique where he can just pull it out the bag mm-hmm. at any time, which is fantastic. Side note, have you tried Megan's hottie sauce yet at Popeye's? Not yet, but you know I'm gonna. Good, good. Noted. Uh, <laughs> like I can't wait for the Woods to get the, for Woods to get his hottie sauce. I'm just trying not to eat shit like Popeye's right now. I know, but it's so delicious. Uh, well, because we're getting into the holiday season, so I'm like, I have to stop because I'm about to be a glutton. That's that's entirely fair, and I think an important way to live in 2021. And candy is coming in like a week. Candy is, candy is never ending. <laughs> candy isn't just coming. <laughs> we asked the Nation of Conversation if they had any thoughts on Woods, and of course you all did, because of course you all love him, because you're all wonderful people. DJ Nerd, I'm just going to say Nerd, uh, but it is N-R-R-D, but I'm going to say Nerd, on Twitter had this to say. That's the most American you've ever said. DJ Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? Would you Say like it me to do it? I'll do it in an American accent. My accent's terrible. No, that that is literally the American accent. Well, Just I live with arts. a man whose accent is a mongrel accent at best. So really, I don't <laughs> have a good one to go off. Any American accent I ever have, I learned from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So I apologize. Oh, that's fair. But DJ Nerd says, I started watching again as New Day morphed into lovable, positive faces and always loved when they were on the show. But more so up, up, down, down, reintroduced me to video gaming and made a brilliant format for showing the other sides of our favorite grapple talent uh he was one of the guys that paved the way woods was one of the guys that paved the way for others to have a presence on twitch and youtube showcasing their personalities which is another uh, thing that he's leaving behind him that's even more that he adds to his legacy he really was the guy that made that a thing he was the first big channel that i think ww were like hey we would like to own this uh so i guess it's a poison chalice but a wonderful chalice to have on your dresser regardless well no because even like adam cole now is still doing stuff on twitch yeah um and he's and he's been doing it with like our little baby Mm, gorgeous (laughs) it's been nice yeah uh, i think that was such a huge shift for them and i mean wwe obviously we knew they had dipped their toes in tout uh they were touting about it they were touting it out tout 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 but I think it was, I think Woods, again, like he deserves such a corporate hug. He deserves at least a corporate hug. He's not going to get a gold watch. But he dragged them kicking and screaming into YouTube, into alternate revenue streams, into these other channels. After Up, Up, Down, Down, they took over the Bella Twins channel, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFT ring? Is that what we call it? <laughs> we can't call it a brass ring. Oh, God. Who knows? <laughs> I know. But he grabbed that ring that isn't made of brass <laughs> like he grabbed it grabbed it yanked it held on to it. it's his now it's his now mm-hmm. uh what are your hopes for the newly crowned king woods where do you want to see him go from here oh man now i'm gonna become a bummer summer Aww. i put that pancake back on your face and feel the power of positivity <laughs> <laughs> unless they really decide to invest in him and I think that he is doing so much good in other avenues they're not going to. <sighs> I think that this is his ceiling, and that really bums me out. Yeah. I don't see them putting a belt on him while he is no. King Woods. Mm-hmm. I think they also have an eye on him doing stuff outside of the WWE. Absolutely. And I mm-hmm. think maybe... And I don't think this is a bad thing. Like, I would love to see him get a big old belt and have a run with it, but... I also want him to be able to do the other things that he wants to do. And I don't know if it's a negative to say they push him in a Miz direction 
where mm. he gets to do a lot of cool outside WWE stuff that is media facing. Because you think about the people like Titus O'Neil, who we mm-hmm. hardly ever see on programming, but he still works for the WWE because he does a lot of corporate outreach and he mm-hmm. does a lot of charity stuff. And then you have Miz, who does all that the public facing outreach and all the media stuff. I would mm-hmm. not be mad at seeing Woods take on more stuff like that. Like I wanna see I wanna see Woods on Wheel of Fortune. I want to see Woods on Family Feud, like because I know he, well, would and he has. It. Like he's he's done some of that stuff for at least like on the internet side, as some people know. He did for a channel where he surprised people yes. by showing up, and I was one of the people he surprised. What a surprise! What a shock! And so shocked you were, notably shocked, Daniel Radford. <laughs> Hire her as an actor because she's very good. But yeah, I really think they can push him in that direction of being a public facing, not ambassador, but someone who uh, represents them. I guess it is an ambassador, uh, but represents them on wider Mm -hmm. media appearances because he's just so fucking good. But I I would love to see him get another run with, get a run with a belt, a big belt, or even if it was an IC title, but he got a really great run with it. As some people have said, Having a title doesn't make you a person. The person makes the title. Yes. And he wouldn't make any of those titles. Yeah, truly. This is it, right? It goes either way. Um, it's what we talked about with Toxic Attraction. It's like they those titles could help elevate them. But Woods is for sure someone who elevates what he has and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dresden Nova on Twitter summed up his hopes as the following... Please don't turn heel. Please don't turn heel. Please don't turn heel. Please don't turn heel. I don't see it. I don't see. I mean, I I don't know if I would want to see it because I didn't want to see Bailey turn heel, but I love that. Uh, I don't ever want to see him beat up Kofi. That's all I know. I only want to see them hugging and kissing until the end of time. Um, So that's where I'm at. I want all of them to turn heel. Like together. all turn together. Absolutely. And they have to dress like the bad guys in Superman. They have to wear the black jumpsuits. They started as heels, and it was fucking amazing. It takes like one degree to push them over the top into heel them. That's the thing with New Day, because they're so manic mm-hmm. and they're so up there. It takes such a small amount to push them over the top. It's literally just like, the difference is, are we fully embracing Black Twitter and dunking on you? Or are we being kind? It could be That's so it. good. It could be so good. Mm -hmm. If you want to shower praise on King Woods, find the Tights and Fight Circles on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Discord. Links to all of those are in our show notes. When we come back, we're going to talk about even more things you should know about in wrestling. That's coming up on Tights and Fights. Hey, it's John Moe. And look, these are challenging times for our mental and emotional health. I get it. That's why I'm so excited for my new podcast, Depression Mode. We're tackling depression, anxiety, trauma, stress, the kinds of things that are just super common but don't get talked about nearly enough. Conversations that are illuminating, honest, and sometimes pretty funny with folks like Patton Oswalt, Kelsey Dara, and Open Mike Eagle. I have this public-facing self, and then I have my emotional self that tends to stay hidden. It was about finding a way to communicate to somebody that, like, there's terrible sh** going on back here. Plus psychiatrists, psychologists, and all kinds of folks. On Depression Mode, we're working together, learning, helping each other out. We're a team. Join our team. Depression Mode for maximum fun, wherever you get your podcasts. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. 
Welcome back to Sights and Bites. I'm Lindsay Kelk and I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. This week we want to showcase some of the things in wrestling that brought us joy in a segment we will call The Three Count. What you got, Danielle? What you got? All right. Um, so, Kel, you actually stole the one I was going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew it as soon as I said it. I'm so sorry. Ha! You thief. But that's okay, because I'm, we are still in the fall of Miz. I will do this both for me, as a person who loves watching people on reality shows, and for Hal, as a person who loves The Miz more than he loves himself. The Miz this week on Dancing with the Stars, did a dance as Pinhead. It was like the best thing. Wrestlers are so good on Dancing with the Stars, but I I gotta say, like, and maybe it's just because, like, dudes wind up being the base more than anything else, but God, Miz is so good on Dancing with the Stars. I really think it's gonna be him and Joja Siwa um, at the end. I think one of us has to put the Miz over every week until he's eliminated. I really do. Because he's I do. just I'm doing sorry. so good. He's really good. And everyone should. And like, you don't have to watch the whole thing. You can just watch like his dances because they're on YouTube. Oh, those sweet, sweet people all. at ABC put it up like 20 minutes after they dance on a- on YouTube. So you can just watch mm-hmm. the dances. You don't got to watch the whole show. Uh, yeah, he was so good. He made such a good pinhead. How did they not poke each other in the eyes? How did they not poke each other in the eyes, Danielle? And he was also, like, not just good at dancing. He was, like, doing, like, pouty, 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 scary boy. Yeah, it was he was amazing. in character. It was so it was good. so good. I don't want him to get eliminated ever because I just want to see him do all the dances. I think he's great. I honestly genuinely think that at the end it's going to be him and Jojo Siwa. I want that. I want that for you. I don't know if it's going to happen. I want that My wrestling, my gay shit. JoJo is also amazing. Credit to JoJo with that fucking bonkers it dance that was actually petrifying. (sighs) Would also make a great wrestler. I am putting over Becky and Bianca uh, on this week's Raw, which I have to say, I turned the TV on and basically our soundbar does not want to link up with our TV and it's legitimate first world problems. It's like such a (laughs) baby baby problem but every week we're like it won't work it won't work and we have to go through the whole function list to get it to sync so I turned it on and they were having their confrontation and we couldn't hear what they were saying but even without the sound on I was transfixed because do you know who's really fucking good at their jobs it's these two women uh and i stood in the middle of my living room holding the remote control trying to figure it out and with jeff being like you just got to turn it on and off again uh i'm like i'm not turning it off because i want to see this even without the sound they are so Mm. good they are such good actors and then when i watched it again with the sound fully did a whole uh just a full oh shit moment uh because bianca is amazing chef's kiss Behind that little forced smile, the catchphrases, that inflated ego, behind that title, you have nothing. Because having a title, that's a beautiful thing. But if you're not enough with it, you'll never be enough without it. Oh Y'all couldn't God. see it. Oh I've watched God. that 
I've watched that promo so many times, y'all couldn't see it, but I'm literally lip syncing to it. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, all the enunciation. All the enunciation. All th- this is. I just want to show that clip to anyone who says, as soon as anyone goes up to the main roster, they get ruined because no one has blossomed on the main roster like Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and holy shit. I, same as you, Daniel. I've watched it like 10 times. I've watched it so many <laughs> times. I've watched it for Becky's reactions. I've watched it for Bianca's enunciations. I've watched it for the crowd response. Mm-hmm. Chefy's kiss. Mwah. Julian, what you got? I'm going to keep it really simple. Uh, we talked a little bit about Ring of Honor. Bit of a bummer situation, of course. I'm glad that they at least took care of their people before uh, this horrible circumstance ascended upon them. But one of the things that I was actually really excited to see was when they, because I think it was earlier this, like not not maybe two months ago, that they signed Trisha Dora. And I was excited to see Trisha Dora in a televised wrestling program, albeit a smaller one. And I'm kind of bummed that that's not mm-hmm. going to happen now. I'm sure she'll land on her feet somewhere. Um, but I also wanted to thank her because I did get her uh, sunflower t-shirt that she put out earlier this year. And I liked it a whole lot. And I went skating in it because that was a lot of fun. And when I tagged Trish on it and said that I went skating in her shirt, she said, that's awesome. I, w- I need to go out skating too. So shout out to Trish Shadora. I hope you went skating in your own merch because you deserve it. And thank you for making such a cool shirt that I love so much. Oh, hi. Welcome to Tights and Fights. We're all marks. We're all giant <laughs> marks. We are the, we are the <laughs> markiest marks. Oh, yeah. We're best friends. They I talk to it. us. I love it. I love that Maria uh, Canellis shouted her out specifically in her note to say that she's the future of the industry because I think that's possibly true. And I can't wait mm. to see where she ends up next. That does it for this episode of Tights and Fights. This week, your hosts were me, Lindsay Kelk, along with Danielle Radford. Anything else our listeners should know about, Danielle, aside from hitting yourself in the face with a dresser? Well, I didn't hit myself in the you face. Didn't. My you didn't. You were attacked by a cat. You were attacked by a cat. Happy Halloween. I feel bad because I feel like I'm throwing my cat under the dresser. But it's like, you did hit me in the face with like a whole ass dresser full of clothes no just like the normal stuff like go watch honest trailers you know the holidays are coming up i'm sure that there are places and people who could really start using your help now's the time because i know also if you're like a freelancer you have to start saving so if you can start getting those dollars ready to help people you know have a nice thanksgiving or have a nice christmas Now's the time to start thinking about that. So That was a very nice and altruistic gesture from you. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm kind say, of a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a piece of shit. Uh, Danielle says you should help other people. I say you should come and see me on my book tour and buy my book. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be in the UK. I'm going to be in Sheffield at Meadow Hall on Sunday, November 7th. I am going to be in Birmingham on Wednesday, November 10th. I am going to be in London Thursday, 11th of November. Waterstones in Glasgow on Saturday the 13th. Woodstones in York on Sunday the 14th and Liverpool on Monday the 15th of November and all of that information is on my Twitter and my Instagram at Lindsay Kelk so come out and see me I actually 
like don't tell anyone else don't tell just the boat people but when tights and fights people come it's like genuinely the most exciting thing because every time we'll get to the q a at the end and someone will put their hand up and be like why don't you like chris jericho and then i like literally burst into tears and i'm like i do like him i just don't like him uh and it's it's the greatest moment of the whole book tour uh because our people are the best people that's what i know also shout out to the person who tagged me in a picture of his kid with my cinders and sparks book uh, who is a member of the Nation of I thought that was going to be a lot more weird than it was. Oh, no, I fully nearly did a small cry in my living room and made Jeff look at it for like five. I made him go and get his glasses out of another room. Uh, so that's how much <laughs> it means to me when you guys support the work that we do. Uh, do you have anything to put over, Julian? Anything to add? Anything you want to say? He does mm, not. No, go, go follow <laughs> Tights and Fights on Twitter. Um, you know, hey... Uh, you know, sometimes you might ag- disagree with the wrestling takes that are expressed there. Do it in a nice way. I don't I don't care if people don't like the things I like and or like the things that I don't like. But come on, guys. It's just it's wrestling. Let's just chill and we'll have fun and we can just talk about it and it'll be it'll be OK. I promise it'll be fine. We are a nice Julian, community. Yeah. Julian does such a great job with moderating that account all of the stuff on facebook which i do not use facebook anymore so i like try to get on there periodically um so please round of applause for julian (laughs) especially for all of the work that he does in the twitter account all be nice to julian because he actually doesn't care either way but it's just nicer to be nice don't work yourselves up like that i'm thinking of you people come on Think about your blood pressure, people. Our producer, Julian Burrell, is sad about baseball now. We're all sad about baseball now. It was it was a difficult time for us here in Los Angeles. Thank you for all of your well wishes. We appreciate your support. Senior producer. I'm from Seattle. It's always a difficult time. Means nothing. <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> Senior producer at Maximum Fund is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that and his general existence because we love him. Keep up with us all week long on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links to all of those are in our show notes. And if you love what we do, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and share us with all of your friends, even the ones that don't like wrestling. Just say that they should listen to us or maybe you have their phone and uh, set it to automatic download. I'm not saying you should definitely do that, but if you did it, you did it. And that's really all there is to it. Thank you so much to the Max Fund members who make this show possible. And we'll be back next week for, you guessed it, more wrestling. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture Artist owned Audience supported